So Kishmael Kol Malchai Emari. All the kings of the Emari, Asher Eber Yad Yama, which were on the west of the Jordan, that's Eretz Yisrael's Vinah, V'chol Malchai Aknani Asher Ayam. The kings of Aknani, which were near the sea of the Mediterranean, Eretz Asher Hoivish Hashem Ismei Yad Yifnei Bnei Yisrael. They heard this miracle, how Hashem dried the waters of the Yarden for the Jewish people to cross at Avram until they finished crossing. Vayimus Levavam. Their hearts melted. They had no spirit to stand from the Jewish people. We already said before, this was the, was the general populace was feeling even before that. And Hashem strengthened the hearts of the king, so to speak, so that they wouldn't uh, make any kind of treaty or armistice with Yeshua. And it was only after the, the Jewish people crossed into the Yarden that it was no longer an option. Now they had to fight. So now we made it, the, the kings lost their resolve and therefore they were less inclined or less able to fight. That's an interesting thing. The Navi tells us beforehand, we saw the story of how the Jewish people crossed the Yarden River. And the Navi doesn't end the story. It only tells us the first part of the Ness. And that is that the Jewish people crossed the island because the feet of the Kainim. When Sudan stood in the water, the water split. As a result of that, the Jewish people could all cross. And then, once the Jewish people had all crossed, and they had taken the stones like we spoke about last week, and now the Kainim was still on the outside of the, the further bank of the Jordan River, the side facing the east side of the Jordan River. So what happened to them? So we saw the Pasuk says that Yeshua tells the Kohenim to step backwards. Right? And as soon as the Kohenim do that, so then the water comes back down again. And that's where the Novi, that's all the Novi tells us about the story. The Novi says in the, in the end of the previous parak that when the Kohenim stood, took, went backwards, stood out the river again, so then, as soon as that happened, the waters crashed down again and continued flowing. And therefore, we left with the Kohenim, so to speak, separated from the people. So what happens next? So Chazal tells us what happens next. This is a Gemara insight. Eh? But it's interesting that the Pasuk doesn't mention this. What happens next, the Gemara insight, eh? is that the Oren picks up the Kohenim and flies across the Yardin River with them and brings them to the other side. Now, this is also a, something miraculous. We don't find this idea of the Oren carrying people. It's the other way around. The people were meant to carry the Oren. Right? So we understand that a miracle can happen. We've just seen a bigger miracle. We've just seen the fact that the water stood up like a pillar. But what's interesting is, as I want to talk about, why didn't the Apostle talk about that? If we have this extra nace which happens, so once again, we have two questions. The first question is like every nace. We always have to ask the question, whenever in the Navi we come across a nace, something miraculous, we have to ask ourselves the question, what was the nace meant for? Hashem can do nisim and Hashem does do nisim. But Hashem doesn't do nisim for nothing. And if that's the case, if the nace is being done, it's for a reason. It's either because the Jewish people have to be saved, and that was the only avenue possible to save them. For example, Yamsuf, the Jewish people were cornered, the Egyptian army was closing in on them, and therefore it needed miraculous intervention to save them. That's the one option. Or, for example, the fact that they had the man in the desert, that the Jewish people were thousands and thousands of people in a place where there was no vegetation. So what they're going to eat? So it needed miraculous intervention to save them. 
That's one reason Hashem sends a nes. Or the other reason Hashem sends a nes is to teach the Jewish people something. It's not a, a nes which is a nes of Hatzalah. It's not a nes which is coming to offer salvation, to save the Jewish people. But it's a nes which is coming to teach a lesson. Like we saw when we, to, last week when we spoke about the fact that the Jewish people all found themselves between the two staves of the Aron HaKodesh. And we said over there that it wasn't a necessary nace, but it was there to teach this principle of communal responsibility. It was there to teach the principle of Arabus. So the nace was coming to teach a lesson. Now when it comes to the Konim, so the fact that they stood in the Yarden and the Yarden split was a necessary nace in the context that the Jewish people had to cross into Eretz Israel. And therefore, the nace of the water opening, so to speak, the river drying up so that the Jewish people could cross, was in the first category of the nace. It was a nace which was necessary because that was the way the Jewish people had to cross into Eretz Yisrael. But, at the same time, the Kodim could have just followed them. and gone behind everybody and uh, walked into, across the Yarden and then let the water crash behind them. For the fact them to step backwards and therefore step out the Yarden back to the further side of the Jordan and as a result, the water comes back down again and as a result, the Oren now needs to carry the Kodim over the Yarden River. Right? So besides the fact that we have to ask the question, why wasn't this nace mentioned in the Pasuk? Why is it only Chazal in the Gemara and Saita have to tell us the story? And secondly, the bigger question I have to know is, why was this nace necessary? What was it there to show? Hashem always has every option available to him. Right. We don't find often when he doesn't nace, he wants to show us the second nace to show us his alternatives. Right. But there's a point over here. And this is something the Sarno says in the parish of, of the Aaron Kodesh. We know that the Aaron Kodesh was built out of three boxes. The outer one was gold, the middle one was wood, and the, and the interior one was gold again. So you have three boxes of gold, of wood, and of gold. The Sarno Ask the question, which a lot of them question to as well as the Midrash, and that is, why was the iron, did you need the wooden box in the middle? If the idea of the iron is to be gold, and the inside it looks like gold, and the outside looks like gold, then just make the iron out of solid gold. Why don't you have to have a middle layer of wood? For example, the menorah was solid gold. But so why was the iron different? So, there are a number of answers. The number of the first asked the question. The Swana brings an answer from Chazal, a Midrash, and that is, if the Aron HaKodesh was made of solid gold, it would be impossible to carry it. We're talking about something two and a half amas long, one and a half amas high, one and a half amas uh, in de- deep, and he's talking about a box that size, which is made of solid metal, it's too heavy to carry. It's, it's impossible. Right? And therefore, and therefore, the, it is only a coating of gold. It's only a thin gold on the inside and the outside. The middle is made of wood, which is much less heavy, as far as density goes, it's much less heavy than gold. They could have made it hollow as well. They could have made it hollow as well. Right. So, but... Didn't we just say the iron carries the people? Oh, that's exactly what I'm getting to. So, ask this phone now. It doesn't really make a difference. Because it, still, based on the size of the Aron HaKodesh, even if it would have been gold on the inside and gold on the outside and wood in the middle, it's still going to be too heavy to carry. Right? We're talking about four people trying to carry an Aron HaKodesh. And not only that, you have to remember something else. The Aron wasn't the hollow box. There were the Luchas inside. And the Luchas was solid stone. 
and there was not one set of lochus, there were two. Because, right, right, and there were, there were two lochus, right, and each one was a was stone, was hewn stone, which was the full size of the aron. So we're talking about the sparks which we just created of two and a half amos, the one and a half amos, which was full of rock. It wasn't light. So we come back to the original question. You're still not going to be able to carry it. You're still not going to be able to carry it. Says as far now. The truth is, no one carried the aron. The coin lifted it up on their shoulders. But it wasn't, the, it wasn't physically possible to carry. And what? There was a steady nest by the Aron HaKodesh that it carried itself. Hashem does need people to help him carry the Aron HaKodesh. They had to, so to speak, be the, the bearers of the Aron HaKodesh. But Lema'isa, they weren't the ones who had to take the weight of the Aron HaKodesh. The Aron is mostly itself. The Aron carries itself. In other words, it wasn't shy for the people carrying it to carry it. It had to be that miraculously it went when it was meant to go. And it's also a dirk in the Pasuk. You know, normally when something's being carried, you talk about the, uh, when you talk about the person, the movement is the person who's carrying it. Right? When it comes to Aron Kodesh, it's why he been Sayah Aron. When the Aron traveled, it's not that the Aron was carried, it's the Aron traveled. The Aron went. We went where Hashem wanted it to go. The people held on to it because that was the job Hashem gave them to do. But it wasn't that they were the bearers, of the, like you said, when the, when the Aron was carried, when the Aron was taken. The Aron, the Aron traveled. And you find it other times in the Torah as well. The Aaron, they say it if name. The Aaron traveled in front of them. The, 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 the subject is always the Aaron is the one that's traveling. Not that it's being carried, that it's being taken. Now, that was always the case. Ah, so comes back the question. Comes back the question. So then, and this is one asks, if that's the case, make out a solid gold. Anyway, no one's carrying the iron. Right? We asked the question before. Why was the iron wood in the middle? Why am I out of solid gold? So we said, because it has to be carried. But anyway, it's uncarryable. Anyway, we're talking about something which wasn't, was beyond the person's ability to hold. It was too heavy. So if that's the case, go back to solid gold again. Why are you making it out of wood? So as far as it's far like this. Uh, maybe it's more of a muscle vote than a pshat. But as far as it's like this. He says that the reason was because that way people could try. They could think it's something we can try to do. And when they try, then it works. But if it's something which will be mirage, we want to see if it's impossible. It tells us to carry a house. So it's, it's impossible. If it's going to be a nice, it's nothing to do with us. Right? So then that's okay. the case. They aren't even carriers. In the Sfarnas of the Lashon, the Aron's no say is no sub. The Aron carries the people who are carrying it too, but they have to try to be no sub. They have to try carry it. So if they try to say it, then they say, Hashem, Hashem makes a nice. The Aron goes. But if a person looks at mirage and says, this is impossible, there's nothing to talk about. Right, I'm not even going to try. It's, if a nice happens, it's nothing to do with me. Then a person is not even trying to carry it. Then if that's okay, the nice isn't going to happen. So the whole way, the whole journey of the orange through the desert, anyway, was something which didn't make, which which was uh, in a miraculous fashion, because the orange couldn't be carried. We see later on in Nach, we'll get there by Hashem, that David and Melech made this mistake. When he wanted to carry the orange up to Shalim, he put it on a wagon. And it was a terrible mistake, and the, the, one of the kind who was involved, the who was involved, there was also died from it. But we were left thinking, what was David thinking? He also knew the pasuk that the kind were the ones who carried the iron always. Well, the levim. Why did he put on a wagon? And we'll see when you get to the nach. The simple is David was thinking, in a time when nisim were happening, and then therefore we, the, the 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 way to carry the iron was b'derech nice. That the four kind lifted it and lifted itself and went. So it made sense. Today he felt in his time there wasn't going to be that nice. 
And therefore, we felt the only way to carry it is to put it on a wagon because it's too heavy. It's not going to happen any other way. So we'll see David's mistake when we get to the story of David. But that was the Matthias. That was a miraculous way the armor was carried in the Midbar. Now, therefore, what happens now at the banks of the Yarden is a continuation of the same thing. Except now it's being demonstrated, which was always miraculous. Normally, the, the iron managed to carry itself. And as the Gemara says, the iron no says no so. It carried the people holding it, but it was over the ground where people were walking. So even though the, the, the bearers of the iron were going through the motions of walking, so to speak, they were actually being carried with the iron. So it was a nace which was happening, but a nace which wasn't evident. Masha'en came now by the Yarden, the same thing happened again, but now it was evident because people don't walk over water. And therefore, if the iron carried them over the water, now everybody saw the nace of the iron carrying the people. Was this the first time this nace happened? No, it happened the whole time. It was now just shown to be a nace. And therefore, the first point is, why did it happen? Because it was no different to what always happened. But why was it necessary to be shown to be a nace now? And this is a... Right. In other words, the fact that the iron had to carry the people carrying it because they couldn't carry the iron always happened. But now what happened was it was demonstrated as being a nest because they, they walked backwards. Now they had to cross the river above the water with iron equipment. And you sure told them to do that, which means here there was a point of demonstrating the nest. And what was the point for that? What was the reason for that? So we already spoke about this before. I'm just saying the same point again. And that is the iron twice in the story here was called the iron Hashem Adon Kolaret. It was the iron of Hashem is the Adon Kolaret. Which means, if we have to say, somehow show the fact that HaKadosh Baruch is running that campaign, we're going to see it from the Aaron HaKadosh. That's either the... It, we don't obviously consider the Aaron the to be where Hashem is, Hashem is everywhere. That's, that's a symbol, so to speak, of a Kaisal carrying the Shekhinah with them, it rests on the Aaron HaKadosh. And therefore, the Aaron the, the is going to be the way that Kaisal see that Hashem is, is, that is fighting for them in uh, Eretz Yisrael. We'll see also when it comes to Yerichoi. The idea was to take the Aron HaKodesh around Yerichoi every day where it was going to be because that was the... That was called the Eid of Arech of was That was what they came. The Aron HaKodesh. That was the, the way they were going to battle. But with all these things in mind, the fact that they walked with the Aron HaKodesh into the river and... Okay. Let's go back to the passage I brought before. The passage says before, Vahi min Aron v'yayim min Moshe Kuma Hashem v'yafutsu when the iron traveled, so Moshe used to daven. This was his tefillah. The iron is going as the fan goes to fight Klaisel's battle. Kumal Hashem. Get up Hashem. Scatter your enemies. Chase away the, the goyim. Right? So that's exactly the same symbol. The iron is going to fight. And therefore we have the tefillah of Moshe. Hashem, you know, now's the time to go and deliver victory into the hands of Klaisel. And now the point is like this. Here they didn't have Moshe's tefillah anymore. Here they didn't have Moshe's tefillah anymore. So therefore, if Klaishal had always seen the Aaron travels and Moshe davens, and then and the, when the, the Rashi bring in the Midrash in the Midbar, he says, this is what happened. The cloud went up, they picked up the Aaron and started traveling. Moshe would daven and the cloud would start to move. So Ke'ilu, Klaishal could believe that it was, they needed the tefillah of Moshe, so to speak, to begin the march, so to speak. Kuma Hashem. And then the cloud moved. Then the iron, the iron traveled. And now we don't have that anymore. And therefore now it was important to show that the hanhog of the iron carrying itself 
was still there without Moshe Rabbeinu too. And therefore, even though the, the, the way the Oren was always carried was that it carried itself miraculously because it wasn't shy to lift it up. And the people carrying it were being carried with it. But over here, there was a necessity to show, to show the Kleistral that that Hanhaga is still there. The Oren's no there, it's no so. The Oren's carrying those are carriers. Because uh, in here that they don't have, so to speak, Moshe Rabbeinu's Koyach to, 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 to daven that that's what should happen. That Akash Baruch should lead us into battle. So we have to see the Aron Akash itself doing the thing that same job. And that's why, like we said, and that doesn't happen for nothing. And that doesn't happen for nothing. And therefore it was uh, necessary here to show that nation in a way which all Kleistral could see it was miraculous. That it led them over the, over the river. Um, in order to show them that the Hashem was still traveling ahead of them. Now, the only question is, why is Mufresh in the Nach? If you have a nice like this, the, all the Pasuk says, like I said before, is that the iron moved backwards and the water came down. Right? It doesn't tell us how the Kronim crossed. Now, David was supposed to learn from the story, or Israel was supposed to learn from the story, and that, and that touched the iron. Our case over here, why is the story mentioned? We'll finish that. Why wasn't the story... The first thing, the Navi doesn't, doesn't talk anything about it. If you look at the Apostle going back a second, all the Navi says is that they went out of the, the Kronim set backwards and the reward came down again. That's it. The people came out of this, out of the yard on the 10th of Nisan. And that's it. They went to camp in Gilgal. And they put up the stones. It doesn't tell us what happened to the Kronim. Like I said, it's only the Gemara which tells us the story that, uh, the, that, that the iron carried itself. Why wasn't it necessary for the Nacht to tell us that? So, the first point, there's two points here. The first one is what we said before. The, the focus of the Navi on the, on the point of the miracle is the effect it had on the, on the kings of Canaan. Like I said, it wasn't like the Yitzhak Mitzrayim, which the whole world heard about, and affected the whole world. It was meant to show the Klai Yisrael were Hashem's chosen nation, whatever it was. Like we see, all the Agoyim were afraid of Klai Yisrael after that. And here it wasn't the case. Here the idea was Dafka to, the, the kings of Canaan should see the miracle and be afraid of it. If that's the case, what the Nach focuses on is the miracle they saw. And they saw the water. They, didn't, they weren't on the banks of the island to see what happened to the Aron they saw the water standing up. That, like we said, it was high enough that all the Malchik Knan could see and hear about it. And therefore the Pasuk says they all became afraid because they saw the nase which was done. Right? Masha'anka and the nase even though there was a nase, it wasn't, there wasn't the tachlis of, of sending a message, if you want, to the kings of Canaan. And therefore the, the Novi doesn't mention it. Just like the Novi doesn't mention the nase we spoke about last week. Was that the, the fact that Christ saw all standing between the two by the arm. Those are symbols for us. Those are some fast. Yes, Chazal that as they happened. The Navi wasn't trying to explain that. The Navi was trying to show the point of the Nasia was directed for the kings of Canaan. That's the first point. Um, the second point. The second point. And that is that the Ramban tells us the Yisod. And the Ramban Yisod is that the Navi, the Nach points out Nisim which were told to Klaishal in advance of them happening. Normally. Normally, the way that the, the, the Nisim, which the, the Novi wants to point out to us, is was something which was predicted it was going to happen and then happened. Right? Why? 
Because that's mechazek the ayamun in the book. Masha'ik in a nice which happened because Hashem decided to do it. Without it being told us in advance, Novi doesn't always mention that to us. It doesn't always highlight that. The Ramban has an unbelievable proof of this. The Ramban says that we know that Sari Emanu gave birth at the age of 90. And that's a tremendous thing. A number of times we come back to this tremendous chiddush that the lady of the age of 90 gave birth. Right? Asks the Ramban that if you make the Cheshwan, Yocheved, the daughter of Levi, was born in between the gates of Mitzrayim. When they came down to Mitzrayim, Rashi tells us Yocheved was born. The, the Jews sojourn in Mitzrayim was 210 years. Moshe was 80 years old when they left. That's all clearly in the Pasuk. If that's the case, if Moshe was Yocheved's son, how old was Yocheved when Moshe was born? If you make the mathematical Cheshman, there's a 210 year gap, and Moshe was 80 when they left, and she was born when they arrived, she must have been 130. Ask the Ramban, that's 40 years older than Sari Menu. A lady of 130 gave birth. Why doesn't the Torah mention it? That's a tremendous nest. A tremendous nest. Why doesn't the Torah mention it? And this is the Ramban's answer. The Ramban says the Torah doesn't just say that Hashem can do the impossible. We don't have any questions on that. The Torah points out Nisim when it was predicted beforehand by a Novi. And then the, the point is to strengthen the Machazak and when the Nevoah, we see that the Nevoah came true. And it was never predicted before that Nechayi Chavar have a baby. But so it was. Malachim came to Avram before and told you, you're going to have a child. So therefore the Torah makes a big deal out of it. The Nevoah came true. But came by Nechayi since it was never forewarned or foretold to her, so that's the case. There was, no, there was no reason for the Torah to emphasize the nest. We know she can do this. And there's something over here. When we're going to the nest of the Yarden, so Yeshua told the Jews beforehand, Hashem is going to do a nest for you today that you will have the confidence to see that He's looking after you. That was the nest of the Yarden. The fact that the nest happened after the Aaron Kodesh, that was, it wasn't even a new nest. It was a nest that had been happening the whole time. But since it wasn't something which Yeshua had told them in advance was going to happen, so the Novi doesn't feel the, 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 he has to, the Christ, the responsibility, whatever it is, to inform us of Nisim which happened, which aren't going to machazik that principle of the, you see a kim of a nevo. It's true, it's true. Chazal tell it us. But it wasn't what the Novi was focusing on for two reasons, like we said. Firstly, because it wasn't the point. The point of the Nisim was that the Goyim should see it and be afraid. And that's what they saw, they saw the Yarden. They saw the first part. And secondly, because that was the point which was predicted and came true. The fact that there were other Nisim as well, which happened, but since they hadn't been predicted in advance, we married the Novi isn't always going to tell us that nation. Our copper and the nest is there. And like we said, the point of the nest, there has to still be a point for the nest, the point of the nest is, even without Moshe's tefillah, Kuma Hashem v'yafut Hashem was there. And he was getting up and he was still leading Israel just as he always had.